Hello, everybody. Welcome to My Dumb Friends. Very proud to bring this historic moment to you. Yes, we have an actual sponsor read, and we're going to do it right here, right at the beginning of the show. We're going to tell you all about Parachute. Parachute is an online betting brand based in Venice Beach. Is there a place cooler than Venice Beach? No. Great sleep starts with your sheets, and Parachute has created a line of everyday bedding essentials. From sheets to duvet comforters to give you superior sleep. Their bedding is made of 100% long staple Egyptian cotton, manufactured in a mill in Tuscany that's been weaving bedding for nearly 80 years, and then ships straight to your door. Parachute also gives back in a big way. They partner with the United Nations Foundation Nothing But Nets campaign to deliver life-saving malaria prevention bed nets to those in need. Now, we have a special offer right here through My Dumb Friends. If you go to parachutehome.com slash dumb, D-U-M-B, and use the promo code DUMB, this is for us. This is for, for fans of the My Dumb Friends podcast. Parachute will give you $25 off your first order. Yeah, just listening to our podcast. It's $25 for free. All right? And you too can lay yourself down to sleep on the very same sheets that keep Dan St. Germain's body Soft and baby smooth. Yes, Dan St. Germain sleeps on parachute sheets. Again, go to parachutehome.com slash dumb. Use promo code DUMB and you will save 25 bucks. All right, now on to our show. The greatest thing is like Sean is like, like unquestionably more like than me. Um, but when he's not, uh-huh. every once in a while we'll be around someone yeah. who likes me more than him. He doesn't know he doesn't what to handle it. deal with oh, it. He has great. no idea how to handle it. Well, I don't he's know. A, Dan, he, you he have an energy help. about you today that I'm really into. So, <laughs> Thank I mean, you. He you might very, be leading Sean right now. <laughs> he can get very, you know, like when you, get, when you know someone's annoying because he can get like, he, they get sharp, but then they get quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean does the same thing. That's nice. He doesn't know how to deal with it. I mean, well, I, what do I do when it, when it happens? I can tell. I'm not going to admit it. It was on our podcast. I could tell. I was on a podcast. Yeah, oh, well, you yes. with Josh Wolf? Yeah, yeah. I feel like he liked me more than you, and you didn't know what oh, to yeah, do with it. Yeah, he definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's still bitterness there. Um, no, no, there's not. I, I, there's a difference between me and Dan. I can get over stuff. Dan can't get over it. Yeah. Dan can't even get over when someone does like him more because he's still talking about it. <laughs> uh, Julian McCall, everybody. Hey, everybody. Uh, check out his latest Tonight Show set. That was great. Oh, thank you. Terrific Tonight Show thank set. You. Thank you. And he has a show, We Have Issues, coming out on E. Yeah, this Friday. With, uh, speaking Friday. of emotional stability, <laughs> Annie, Annie Letterman. Oh, man. She just thinks man. if she never yeah. stops shouting, all the problems will go away. <laughs> <laughs> Annie, you know we were roommates, me and Annie, and like she brought a dog there, and she would have like, you know, we got no screaming fight about it because oh like my she God, would, that poor fucking dog. We both it what was happened? me, Racine, and Annie living together. Oh, that dog! Yeah, it the was dog just, was like, is there a shelter like around dog, here? <laughs> and she would just take it and then would neglect it. Yeah, yeah, it was worse than that guy from Mamas and the Papas, like fucking his daughter. It was, it was like, <laughs> really Dan. Worse. Really Dan. It was worse than that. <laughs> I mean, what's that was like? Uh, I just did shock comedy. From St. Germain. <laughs> Sorry, did that dog make f- brilliant albums? Is that, <laughs> did that happen? Uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, we got into screaming fights about that fucking dog all the I time. I bet. That dog yeah. was like, uh, is there like a dog fighting ring I can join? <laughs> <laughs> Could you guys just drown me in the pool? Can you train yeah. me to be mean? <laughs> can I join a Sarah McLaughlin commercial? <laughs> <laughs> I mean that 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 apartment in general. It was just like, I mean, just where one, was it? It was off the Graham Stop. Um, uh, it was right near that corner where they sold heroin at. Um, oh, the Graham Stop. No, <laughs> the Graham the Graham Stop of the L. Uh-huh. But then it was across from the um, fucking was it was it it was a I forget it was a shelter. We were across right from. Oh, a shelter. okay. But yeah. it was a good was, area. I was Montrose was for a while. It was across from a homeless shelter and a halfway house. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember, yeah, we, Sean, me and me and Sean used to live together. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's my old apartment that you, yeah. that you went into. Oh, and, all right. And then Sean and and me and lived together. It was great. And we also lived with this like 
really hot like 21 year old for a little bit what 20 year old how did uh, that did. happen what was his name uh, hey! was, uh brandon wardell uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah that was it was uh but the, it definitely was not as fun with any although it was kind of fun i i don't know i did catch oh god i can't i can't i, I just, just, just texted me a picture from 2010 of me and her and then uh andy haynes is in that and Lindsay. uh what was her last name <sighs> matthews Ma- yeah oh okay yeah didn't you guys date for a little bit? I mean, what would you call it? What was it I do it? I don't know if we I can mean, talk about uh, that. Wh- uh-huh. I don't know if we can talk about your exes or whatever. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, we, so you you were know, fucking... we, put our, we put our parts in each other's parts. Yeah, you were a stud, uh, dude. Was I a stud? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I was, I was, running, I was definitely room. running from things. <laughs> I, was, I was distracting myself from my my insides. What do you think is the worst, like, or the dumbest relation, like, relationship that you just drove into, or I, I don't want to say relationship, but romantic situation where you're like, oh, this is like when you're going into it, you're like, oh, I'm crossing the streams right now. This is uh, like going to be a fucking nightmare. Well, two come to mind. One, three, actually. Two of them are, one of them's in college. One of them was right after college. Bleep if we bleep name, it, I can talk about it. Because we only stop to say it. Yeah, yeah, Tom, you can bleep the name, right? Okay, yeah. That didn't sound <laughs> convincing at all. That's right now. <laughs> uh, but what was the college one? Uh, well, my first one. I, Where'd you see, go, by the way? Here's what's weird. Because, Rutgers University. Okay, yeah, New Jersey. Cool. Yeah. And, uh. And I worked at the Stress Factory Comedy Club the whole time. Vinny you know, Brand. Vinny Brand. Most reasonable man in comedy. <laughs> uh, he, no, I don't know if I get, it's, I feel stupid telling this story because it's finally in my act and I feel weird. Okay, well, then the next one. What's All the right. Single? So the next one was um, this girl, uh, Adriana, which already is like, you can tell is like a hot name. Yeah. And, uh, or not. <laughs> or like, or like one of the people Cher goes to advice for in Moonstruck. Oh, you know, oh it's right, like one yeah, of those. yeah, yeah. It's either one older Italian woman or no. Yeah. This is much closer to The Sopranos, Adriana, oh, than yeah. it was oh, to. Oh my god, she was. The well, hottest. she was a New Jersey hairdresser. Oh, so, that's I mean, the fucking oh my greatest. God. Yeah, that's like Central she worked at. Oh, you you didn't go to school with me. I don't know why. I, thought, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you, yeah, I thought I said yeah. Rutgers, and then it made you guys yeah. all be from Rutgers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but she like real Italian. Like, oh yeah, Adrian. I can't say her last name. Yeah, but yes, very Italian. Very high. Yes. Do you have a picture? Well, you know it's funny. I was blinded by how much I uh, was into her because yeah. uh, she she objectively had a an incredible uh, physique. But then uh, my other friend Sean said she looked like David Cross. So <laughs> I don't know Sean O'Connor. Yeah. So I don't know. But I didn't see it. I thought she was gorgeous because I was so I'm crazy sure. about it's her. It's just Sean trying to like. He's just Sean. Piece, he's just a piece of shit. Yeah. He's just a piece of shit. Sean saw a girl I hooked up with, and he's like. Oh, she yeah, she's hot in a uh, in a she looks like Chris Bosch sort of way. Oh, geez. you know, <laughs> I thought she more looked like like Chris Bosch is pretty close to being hot. I don't know if you guys. <laughs> yeah, he's like a hot raptor. Yeah, he moved. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so what? Why which was is this... a different basketball team, which is weird. <laughs> why is that ridiculous? Why, why was it a bad situation? Sounds okay. great. It's just one of those ones where you're. I was 24, I think, when it started, and um, you know, like. I don't know if everybody's had this. I feel like almost everybody has, where you, the, the chemicals in your brain yeah. just go completely batshit for someone. Oh, yeah. That makes no yeah. sense for you to date at all. Like, yeah. she was so crazy. I wish I could say she was a drug and alcoholic But no, person, she was but just she an was Italian just, from New Jersey. She was just crazy. I don't even, to this day, I don't know what to call it. It was like her mind was unhinged. I don't know yeah. what it was, but she, um, she would ridicule me all the time. She would... She was always, uh, she would never admit she was my girlfriend. We could not have been more, like, stuck together, and she'd never let me call her my girlfriend. Was she Like, ashamed? that kind of thing. Like, over a year, this wow. relationship. Was she what? Was she ashamed or something? No, it was like a power thing or like a freedom thing for her. I don't know what it was. But she would, like, complain about her ex-boyfriend who owned a liquor store, and then, uh... And then tell me that I would never, I was never a man like him. Like, she would say <laughs> shit like that. You'll never be a man like Sean. <laughs> It's like, what the f- And I would just feel, like, awful for two days. You know, I don't know. It, it ended, like these things do, six times before right, it ended course. for real. But one of the well, times. Well, that was, like, when O'Connor dated someone. Oh, Sean was, know. like, in, well, he wasn't in deep when I was with her, but he knew her really well. Yeah. You know? But he, uh, so one of the times it ended on, on Graham Avenue, actually. Really? She stopped her car. You know Graham Avenue in Brooklyn, if you don't know, is like a major artery. It's like a right. huge, it's it's the yeah, avenue yeah. of Puerto Rico Yeah, uh, is the name of it. But anyway, she stops her car in the middle of Graham Avenue 
because we're fighting. And she goes, uh, just get out of my car. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Which was code, if you knew Adriana, for you better fight even harder to stay in this car. And I finally went, okay, see ya. And I got out of the car and she lost it. And she stopped the car. All tra traffic for like, uh, like immediately, like 20 cars behind is like backed up, right? And they're all honking. They're all honking like, what the fuck? And, they, and I'm on the sidewalk. She parks, puts the car in park in the middle of Graham Avenue, gets out of her car, starts walking around. They're all honking, right? Yeah. Like, like whatever this is, deal with it on a different street because yeah. this is bullshit. She walks over to me. I don't know what, what's happening. I think she's going to yell at me and just clocks me. Just punches oh me in the face, God. and everybody stopped honking. Everybody was like, <laughs> "This is amazing!" Like no one was mad anymore. They were like, <laughs> and then she, she, and then I was like, I couldn't. Believe, I've never been hit in my face right, in my right. life. Yeah, and uh, and so I'm like recovering from a punch, and she goes back to her car, slams the door, and peels out like burns rubber with like smoke. Oh wow! And, and drives never away. Never saw her again. And like, I'm not even exaggerating. Like. Uh, Dominican grandmothers were clapping. It was like they loved. They couldn't. They were so excited that white people were fighting like them. And, uh, and then they and it, so that was like one of our breakups. Yeah, Puerto Rican Avenue, the most respectful of the. Well, you know what's weird is the sign says oh, the racist. Avenue of Puerto Rico on yeah. the sign, and then I I called. Uh, there was a, a parade one morning, and every morning. <laughs> and uh, and I said something to a cop like, uh, it, "Isn't it not the Puerto Rican Day Parade today?" And he goes, "You, how long you been around here?" I go, "Like six months." He goes, "These are all Dominicans," and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I don't know." It was just like, it was just a weird feeling to have a cop tell me that I'm an idiot for not knowing my neighborhood. <laughs> but it says Avenue of Puerto Rico. And anyway, this is a huge digression. Yeah. So um, and then the next time we broke up. I left her apartment when I wasn't supposed to. Like so that was, was like, the first time you. That broke was up? the first time we broke up. It lasted like two days or whatever, and then did she apologize for hitting you? Yeah, she actually. That's of uh, in our entire relationship, it was the only thing she ever apologized for. She felt bad about that, but then another time, she uh, I left her apartment when I wasn't supposed to because she was like, "Get the fuck out," and then I did, and I wasn't supposed to. Yeah, and I was walking down the street. This is on um, uh, Lorimer, and she's. Now she's got her head out the window like it's uh, 1930s, you know, like uh, a like like old little Italy. Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's got her head out the window screaming like like a screamcore band singer. Like, yeah. like I can't even, I don't even want to do it into the mic. It's like, right. like that oh kind of shit. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Screaming my name. I'm, like, walking down the street, like, trying to act like it's not, but my, the hair on my neck is standing up. It's oh. freaking out. So then, listen to this. So I'm, like, 10 feet away from the apartment, and I hear banging in her apartment. And I'm like, oh, geez, what is she doing? Breaking her shit down. So finally, I go back up there. She had been banging her head on her front door. Oh. So loud God. that I heard oh it on the God. sidewalk. Yeah. Oh. She so bleeding? Was, she busted open? No, no. But she was like, who knows? She was just so fucking crazy. And then I went back up there, and we had and and we had makeup sex after that. <laughs> <laughs> was that good? And wh while she was having sex with me, she goes, uh, you, you'll never find anyone that will fuck you like this. And I remember thinking, this isn't that weird. <laughs> like, I don't think it'll be that hard to find somebody that can fuck me like this. this that, is, was that essentially, this is reverse cowgirl. I yeah, think yeah. that's pretty standard. <laughs> it's not like there's a switchblade in my yeah, butthole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh Which you could God. also find almost anywhere. Fucking uh, Italians. It's unreal. Oh, and when it finally... The happy ending is um, we eventually split off completely. I forget how it really happened, but we I finally was, like, let go. And she found herself. She, like, got into yoga super hard. And, and now she's, she's completely like, completely spiritual and, like, uh, mellowed out and, like, happy. And nice person now. Yeah, she, I haven't seen her, but, like, I've seen online that, like, she's doing all this shit, you know? Yeah, I think you have an effect on women. I, think I mean, I this girl was crazy. I know. I but I feel like you do, like, you can get into, like, under like into women yeah like, i definitely in their bones well here's the problem they can't have you here's a, exactly I'm, I'm hot and cold and that's the worst thing you can be to right. somebody is that the same thing with your wife now or is that better <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> i'm not talking about my all marriage right, yeah podcast. yeah that makes sense even this even, is not this even is not edit, what the fuck with mark mayor there's even, no, even edit not, that out there's no benefit from like tom talking. no no mention of my marriage on this podcast okay but I did say before it, you wrote something that was incredibly touching on Facebook. What did I write? 
that fucking the planes, the planes thing about your the Larry the Cable Guy character in <laughs> cars, in cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. I saw because usually I just go on Facebook to like hate things. And yeah, like yeah. Hit well, on yeah, obviously, you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, hit on and things. Wow. Hit on things. Whatever. It doesn't <laughs> hit on things. Just me. Just a just a a, a, a crockpot and Dan Natterman. Those yeah. are the two things. I don't know why I picked those. You're two. like, hey, ladies, do you want to come back to my podcast slash apartment? <laughs> I'm assuming you live here, Dan. I live in a studio podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, but very touching. Just what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it, it's weird how it's wonderful. It's a good feeling when um things that you are cynical about, you know, it's all removed like a veil. Yeah. It's just removed, and you can like uh, genuinely love something because your kid loves it. It's really cool. Like I love Katy Perry right now. Love her. I right. think she's like she can do no wrong. She's awesome. Like you're, you're, she's like David Bowie right her. now for me because she because because uh, Goldie thinks she's like the best thing in the world. Yeah, and you know the kid, Katy Perry like it's not like uh, Rihanna where the songs are that sexual. Oh no, yeah. I mean California Girls gets a little hello, it's, it's hello, a little. That hello. One's a, that, one's, that one's for dad. That but, one's uh, for dad. Well, she the thing is she looks like she's for dad, but she sings for like you know. Yeah, and people. she's the the best because the, the thing is you know when. It doesn't even have to be a kid, but you, to understand this experience, yeah. you know when you love a song and then you play it for a friend of yours, and th- for the first time you're hearing it through their ears, yeah. you know. So when you see it through a two-year-old's eyes, you, yeah. you see it without any like judgment or cynicism at yeah, all, no, and you're like, oh, this is right. So that's why you can like enjoy things like fucking Cars from yeah, Disney. Exactly. You know? Yeah, right. Well, it's yeah, great. it gets rid of that. It gets rid of that uh, sarcasticness. It gets rid right. of that. Like, Tom, that did you feel that about your kids? Yeah, oh I, I like when they discover stuff or rediscover things. You know, it's like, oh, okay, I can, I can absorb it again. I in feel this like way. you force them to watch stuff. Like you, like, let's watch my favorite Kojak episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I got her. This is a victory. Her, her current favorite song is "Take on Me" by Aha, and that's a big one for me. Yeah, you won on that. Yeah, one. Yeah, I won that one. That's great. So, uh, but yeah, that was so that was oh, my dumbest. You played the t- "Take on Me" for. Yeah, she uh, she loves the video. She loves the song. She you know she loves synthesizer. So the video good. is great, man. Video is great. Yeah, she, she loves it. She goes. She'll she'll we'll be in the car and she go take on me and I'll go all right and I go to play and she goes no 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 video. <laughs> so I have to give her I have to give her my phone so she can watch the video. <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah. Fuck, I don't think I liked anything cool when I was a kid. Did you like anything? My cool? my dad was pushing cool shit on me all the time and I was rejecting it like left and right. Oh really? I was like, Dad, I don't think you're right. About Buffalo Springfield, it's pretty much Guns N' Roses from here on out. And he's like, okay. I think I was cool with stuff, but not, no, well, when I was a little kid, no. Like, when I was in, like, seventh grade, I tried to get into the Sex Pistols, and I thought I was cool. Yeah. But that's, like, older. That's, like, 13 years I, old. I, you, know? I, you know, I thought Bush was the greatest band. <laughs> <laughs> Got machine here. Nothing he ever said made a lick of sense. No, nothing. Nothing. It's so weird how you get a whole fly. album. You make a whole album f- with words all in it, and none of those words yeah, mean a thing. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Gavin, Gavin Rossdale, beautiful man. Heard Gorgeous. He's, heard he's bi. Really? She never hears Why not? Much. You look I like mean, that. That's great. It's gotta, I mean, if I looked like that, I was Why bi, choose? I would just be a herpy. Yeah. <laughs> I would just turn into a giant herpy. Oh, that's the grossest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Which is actually what Annie said about somebody I dated. Oh, really? Briefly. She goes, she's like a herpy. Oh, You're like man. dating a herpy. I mean, she's just, Annie a good, she's just a good friend. <laughs> Annie, <laughs> Annie's a force of nature. Yeah. I mean, Ugh. it's uh, so that was my dumbest. Uh, yeah, I'm just sorry. I've been working with her all week. So it's like, uh, she's being very funny on the show. So I'm very happy about that. She's she's uh, she's delivering. That's she's great. Funny. Yeah. The run throughs have been really fun. And it's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, the dumbest. So that was the dumbest relationship. Was Adriana? That was like really. Ever, ever, oh, oh, one time, Adriana took mushrooms, or we both took mushrooms, and we were gonna yeah. go see a concert in Asbury Park. And uh, no, sorry, that's how crazy she was. She was dead sober driving. I was on mushrooms, and she turned a song. One of her favorite, like Regina Spector songs, came on or whatever. She turns it up like to eleven, so it's like blasting, right? Right. And she gets so into the song, she crashes her car sober. <laughs> <laughs> We're we're getting into an on ramp. And you're on mushrooms. And I'm on mushrooms. So you're freaking out. So it's like an on ramp. So you know how it's like that curved wall, yeah. right? She just fucking blasts into the curved wall and knocks the front wheel off her car. So we got to pull over on the highway. She co- and and the co- a cop stops, 
and she's so crazy sober that she's like, you got to talk to the cop. I can't talk to the cop. I'm on mushrooms. <laughs> so I talked to the cop on mushrooms, and I definitely handled him better on mushrooms than she would have handled him completely sober. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. What a catch. Yeah. One, I oh, gonna, I thought you were going to say she started beating you with the mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> no, one time she, uh, she found out, and this is towards the end, I was, like, trying to make a point. You know, I was, like, trying to, like, uh, yeah. prove that I could get out, you know? And uh, so I, t- I go on a date with this girl, and we go to a bar in New Brunswick, and the it's a corner bar, you know, where the, right. the front door is like the corner, you know, yeah, of yeah. the of the thing. I come out of the bar. She had somehow tracked me down. I don't know. I guess she, I guess someone in the bar had spotted me and texted her or something like that. I come out of the bar with the girl, and Adriana's car is parked with the hood almost touching the front door of the bar. She had parked on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> so I come out. And she goes, who the fuck is that? And the girl's like, what's going on? And I'm like, you should go. <laughs> nice to meet you. Oh, let me ask you this. How the fuck did you get out of that? I don't, you know, like all of these things, yeah. it, it's kind of like the actual end was like a, like a whimper. You know what I mean? Right. Where like, it yeah, was just, they, you they, know. They, they, How long were you together? Two years? Almost two years, I think, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I, this was when I was like, Jesus. I'm making fun of her for being crazy. I hate being that unreliable yeah. narrator that's uh, neglecting to mention that yeah. he was drunk beyond belief seven days a week. And but you always kind of handled your shit sober. Yeah, right? when people, uh, what do you mean? I was surprised. Well, I mean, drunk. When you, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when, when you, when I, I know you did a lot of coke, but you were, you seemed, you never. There was never a story. Well, whenever like I told O'Connor people, I was, was the story. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. were never. He the needed story. to quit way before I did. Right, right. Um, but I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, whenever when I told everybody I was quitting, they were like, why? You're, yeah. You want to be fine. less fun? Yeah. You know? Exactly. You don't want to be the most fun guy on Mad Men? Come on. No, I actually, the 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 last straw the day I went into uh, my first meeting was, um, I, uh, so the night before I was, I was at the cellar yeah. and I had to be in a wedding the next day in Florida oh, uh, my, for, of my college friend, right? Yeah. In and the wedding. Like in the party. In the wedding. And I have a, I, I booked a spot at like you know 12 or something like an idiot and yeah. i have to get on a plane at six so i'm like freaking out because i never up. have to wake up early at this point ever right, you right. know and i'm like i don't know how i'm gonna do it i have no idea how i'm gonna do it i'm already half drunk and i don't know what i'm gonna do oh oh wait i know what i'll do i'll get so drunk and just stay up that was my idea so i drank a bottle of patron Ugh. and oh, then oh. and then uh went home at like five and i was like okay i gotta leave for the airport I'm just going to lay down for a second. Of course. I wake up at noon with the worst hangover I've had in a long time, and that's saying something for me. I can barely move. I wake up at noon with a phone full of texts because they were the dude was at the airport to pick me up because I was supposed to be landing when I woke up to be in the wedding. And I had to text him, like, not going to make it. And he's like, why? And I, I was so hungover I couldn't even say, like, I was I couldn't even deal with it. I'm like, I'll deal with this later. <laughs> I just like didn't. Did he I just, go, I just you? ghosted on him. It took a few years. Yeah. yeah, that's a rough one. And then the next day, oh, so then uh, I still wasn't going to go to a meeting. And then um, you should have just done some blow. This girl, that's I didn't have any, or I would have totally. I would have been. Yeah. I would have. I would have knocked that wedding out of the park. Right. So uh, then this uh, the girl I was seeing at the time who was way too young for me. Yeah. I think I was 20. I don't even remember. But anyway, she. I I uh, I go hey you want to hang out that night you know she yeah. goes I thought you were going to Florida for a wedding I go oh I got too drunk and I I didn't go and she goes oh I didn't know you were that kind of drunk and, I, and that <laughs> that sentence like resonated big time and I was yeah. like oh man I gotta cut this shit out yeah well this so could that's be you what man did it. that was yeah. the straw kind of and then the next day I mean I got drunk a few more times and like one I, one night I was laying on my back just yeah. uh, uh, high on coke and feeling like shit and sweating for no reason and I was like yeah. this is it so then I went in and uh, yeah and then I was I was clean for like four years yeah yeah you were one of those guys too uh, this is a completely changed the topics but you know a lot of people were really bad when they started but you kind of figured it out early on right what do you mean bad With stand-up oh no I was really like, Oh my God! If I, I always saw... got insecure because you and Sean, no, I just I mean, was. A... You saw me starting, and I was like, God, you've seen me do so many fucking bad stuff. Uh, you know no. what I mean? It's like you always had that fear with people. Like, I did they... that secret. I did the thing right. you're supposed to do, where you don't start where anyone will see you. Right. I started of in New Jersey, where nobody else would ever see. Of course. You know? And then I didn't go to New York until I had at least five minutes. You know. Right, which is smart. Yeah. 
But um, I was so bad. When I see open micers now, sometimes I'm like, oh, just quit right now. Like, you don't, whatever it is, right. you don't have it, and you should just stop. Yeah. And then I think back to what I was like when I first started, the, and I was like, I absolutely would have told myself to quit. Well, I, I just think in L.A., every every time somebody who's like an open micer in L.A., and they come up to me, and they're like, oh, how should I... Which also, you know, you're desperate if you're coming up to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, barely. Yeah, yeah. He's keeping it together. No, you yeah, know? but I mean, he's you keeping a, the lights on. You got a podcast, uh, but yeah, I got a podcast. <laughs> you know, I've been on Fuse a couple times. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm, I'm always like, just fucking. Why are you here? Why the fuck are you? No, here? yeah, get out of here. This is the worst. Go to, Go New to York Chicago even. at least. And Chicago, like some place. Yeah. Where you're, you're like literally like. What about one of the worst things about crowd work here? Like, I, I'll just be like, "Hey, who doesn't work in the entertainment industry here?" Yeah, and like half the people will raise their hand. I'm like, I know. Are you fucking kidding? You me? know who said that bit of advice was Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg said he told he, you that he no, I don't remember. Alive? I don't. What did you no, say? no, no. Where I don't know where I heard. Maybe an interview. I don't remember. But right. he basically said that he um he his strategy was to get really good before he ever went to new york so that when he showed up everyone would be like wow who the fuck is this guy? right right well that's you the know? way it should go yeah exactly there's I mean, no was, reason I to start in new york fucking new york it that's was crazy. the dumbest thing I ever i think i i didn't even imagine getting to this point so i was like i just want to see if i can do it and i knew in new york I started it because I had a day job in New York City. I was like, oh, I'll just go to open mics. I knew I didn't want to start in Long Island because you get trapped yeah. in Long Island. Right, that's true. My parents lived my parents lived there, so that's why I did it. And oh yeah. That's the only reason why. What do you mean you no you didn't? I mean they lived in they lived in New York. They lived in like Westchester. So I was like, Oh well that makes the most sense. I'll just move back to New York. Well, you look the same thing as me. You're not gonna. You didn't want to start in Westchester. Wait, you have parents? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I thought I thought lightning struck a dumpster and you just were created. <laughs> it was uh, that that old black lady from Midnight the Garden of Good and Evil yeah. <laughs> planted a seed and then I grew out of it. <laughs> uh, I'm glad everyone got that reference. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, no, that's a that's a. Everybody talks about that movie all the time. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, hey, can you do more obscure than Pigeon Lady from Home Alone? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was that was that was a it was a rough it was a rough starting. By the way, oh, talk about dumbest things I've ever done. Yeah. my first set I ever did was uh, Vinnie Brand at the Stress Factory made me go on Friday night. He early, always does crazy shit. Friday night early show. I'd never. I never uh, did a play in high school. I'd never spoken in front of people yeah. before. I just was funny, but I didn't, yeah. you know, I never performed in, in my life. Yeah. Never even held a microphone. And uh, he go, he put me on a sold-out show uh, to do five Friday minutes. night in front of 350 people, paying customers, did five <laughs> minutes, can't, Bare, like mumbled into the microphone, stared at the floor. Scary. The feeling in the room was like, why is this guy making this guy do comedy? Like that <laughs> yeah. was how. But they didn't even blame you. No, they were just like, oh, he must have lost a bet or something. Did you work there or something? Oh yeah, I got a job there when I, that was my lightning bolt moment. Was uh, yeah. I was twenty and I got I, in the school paper they put an ad that was like, there's a comedy club in town. We need people right. to seat the room or whatever. And I'd never. Um, to this day, I've never had that feeling before where I was just like, oh, and ev this is it. This is all, this is what I'm going to yeah. do. You know, wow, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So I went and got the job. I, I wouldn't let them not hire me. And then I was working there for like a year before I ever got on stage. Um, and Vinny just put you up. Vinny, well, the first night, he, he, he did that bit with me where he's like, uh, what, what's a credit? And then I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. give you a credit. Because that's not a credit. And then he keeps walking away. <laughs> and then you keep freaking out. <laughs> oh, and, then you give, and then you're just making up credits by the end. You're like, yeah, yeah Letterman. <laughs> and then he's just like, it's not a credit, you know? He did the same thing with me where he goes, what, what, he goes, what should we say? I go, uh, MTV. And he goes, no, 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 we don't do MTV. What do you want next? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. That's he has funny. some fun bits. He's go, a maniac. Oh, oh he's a great that, prankster. Yeah. That guy can prank. <laughs> he's he's on like a school board, too. That guy like yeah. works all the time. He's he, he I worked for him when I from 20 to 25. So yeah. that's like formative, formative. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Formative years. Oh, that's like your fuck up years. And he's like. He's like, I mean, the guy did so much for me. I'll never say, I won't say I won't say anything bad about him, but I'll never, <laughs> but I'll never, I'll never I'm, bury him. I'm grateful for him for the rest of my life, you know? Right. But he, he, and he knows this. He's, he's a really fucking crazy dude. He, he yeah. runs hot, talk about hot and cold. And so I just was like, um, and I was a drunk. So it was just like a crazy relationship we had. We got really close, you know, but we also had some real like knockdown drag out. Well, he's a scary guy. Yeah. Yeah, it took me yeah, a few years to not be afraid of him. You know, 
Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got those eyes. I thought he was going to hit me a couple times. He never I w- he, he never would have. He never would. It was shocking I, when I was I forget it was I was open for John Doerr, and the first set I bombed but he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And then they did great for the other sets, but he came in the room and I thought he was going to be like he goes, "Oh, that's funny." And I was like, "Are you fu- like cuz the way he was looking at me he has those yeah. crazy Irish eyes yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. and you're like, "This guy's going to fucking hate me." Yeah, he's like that you know? character in a movie where you're like, uh, you can't take your eyes off because you're like, he's smiling, but he's going to shoot that dude in the exactly. face. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He has that. Well, because he's more like, because he's like, because you think as a stress factor is a great club, but you think like, oh, he's going to like all, it's just going to be like the Nick DiPaolo guys. And oh, then right, he's like, yeah. oh, no, he does like other people. You know, like, uh, but he's, he did, yeah, uh, he's intimidating. One time I brought, you know, Brendan Ayer, Dan, you know, Brendan Yeah, Ayer? yeah, I know Brendan. I brought Brendan with me one time and he did like a guest spot, a guest spot on some of the shows. And, uh, Vinny comes in the back. We're in the back, and he comes in, and he goes, yeah, you know that dog joke you do? Yeah, uh, he's like, who did he say? He goes, he's like, Greg Geraldo did that joke. You shouldn't do that joke. Don't do that joke. Don't do that joke. And then Brendan, I knew he was fucking with Brendan, so I just kept my mouth shut. And Brendan was like, no, nah, man, I don't think he did. And he's like, no, he did. I know for a fact. He did it here. So don't do that. That's disrespectful. And he's fucking with him for like a <laughs> whole even, night. He even picked a dead guy to do it with. <laughs> That's He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Greg, I came up. Yeah, I came up uh, when when all those guys. I like I've seen Greg, uh, Patrice, yeah, uh, you know Norton, Attell, all those guys. I saw those guys uh, do ten sets, ten hours a year for like five fucking years. Crazy, yeah, ten hours a year. Well, yeah, because they would do twice a How twice a year. Was Patrice five shows a five shows a weekend? Huh? How impressive was Patrice? In the oh, game? Patrice is like hands down. Like it's not even close. There's no one else that was right. as funny. As I Patrice heard he could go like two ways too. Like if he turned on a crowd, he could. Yeah, but it, but as a staff member, <laughs> yeah. it was always Amazing. tremendous. It was yeah. never bad for us. I mean, right. I've never belly laughed harder at anyone else. Yeah, he's the, he was just the number one. Is he still your number one? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I've no, I don't even know. Especially the way comedy's going now, you know how like it sucks. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know how. Does it suck? Yes. I don't. Yes, so... it, does, Dan. it sucks so bad, dude. Really? It's, yes. No one is saying anything. It's so annoying. I'm not yeah. saying anything. I'm fucking doing stories like a goddamn yeah. L.A. piece of shit. So, <laughs> uh, I, I have a, like, uh, God. Anyway, but he no. I don't know who it's gonna be. Like, first of all, you got to have a, a, a mega talent to begin with, right? Right. Right. Then you got to have somebody who's gonna. Um, be willing to throw their own talent under the bus to say what they really feel in this climate, and and give up the possibility of fame and fortune with a talent that that high. Yeah, you know, and and it's like at least when Patrice was doing himself, there was an avenue for that kind of material. Like there were people that there was yeah. like a community of people that wanted that shit. I don't even know where that community is anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. like. I don't, there, I don't know where that it's person would come from. I, 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 yeah, I don't know, man. I, 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 I understand what you're saying, but I do think that, like, just like, I don't know. I just compared to some of the fucking shit in the '80s, which is terrible. Oh, there's, yeah, you know, like, uh, he's talking about like tough crowd times and shit like that. Right. I understand. I understand what you're saying. I totally agree that like not a lot of people. People were more nervous about like what's my next five minutes that I can showcase myself included. Yeah. But um, and what can be on. Well, TV. no one. Here's the thing. No one is looking at the world and saying, "Here's my opinion," and I don't care if. Uh, yeah, but it's don't you unpopular. think that uh, it's interesting you say that? But don't you think that there was a movement almost against that for a while like against what like like for instance like oh political comedy you know like oh i'm not talking about politics though really but yeah i mean political comedy's always been a rough one for everybody but isn't that but isn't that like hey this is my viewpoint you know what i mean like i i understand like connecting it personally too Mm -hmm. but uh and culturally i just feel like that a lot I of think times, it's also like there, oh up, by the way the comedy snob the only person who's doing it right now is kurt metzger yeah, yeah, Mister's yeah, like the it. only person that's even coming close. You know what I mean? You don't think you don't even you don't think that like guys like Burr, Louie, or any of those guys come uh, close? You know, yeah, they're yeah they're doing it. They're doing it or on like a Bamford level even or like. And I know that that's not like societal. But shit, I'm not but even like, counting them in what I'm talking about with comedy right now because yeah. those guys have their own. Because uh, you're talking about like under forty. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know those guys also, are Patrice's age. So audiences, you know. right. a lot of the audiences aren't willing to go along with that. Like you're not gonna find as much people that are gonna be into that as as uh, as the, as you did back a while ago. People because that's why that whole PC too sensitive argument is going on right now because a lot of people they just react to words more than like understanding what a message. But is. here's what we're missing, and I don't know if you guys remember this from watching guys like Patrice and stuff like that. But like mm. when you hear a great bit 
and it and it's a little bit dangerous or a little bit like wrong but it feels it just feels so good to hear it like yeah. it just feels so good it's like it just hits so deep it's like that's what we should all be trying to do you know yeah you're, and, you're and, completely and, and it doesn't right. have to be about politics it can be about your own fear about something you know what i mean yeah. it doesn't but it's just that that level of honesty but, is you know, like so I, rare i mean still like you know guys like brian Regan are great you know what i mean there's sure like, yeah. i'm not saying i understand there it would be nice if five people did that who yeah. are under 40 right you know who's right. like that is is norton is still doing that like i'll watch norton at the cellar yeah norton will do it but norton's the same generation these... yeah. yeah you know what yeah, i mean right. he goes up and he'll talk about uh kate everybody's hailing caitlin jenner he goes he goes, yeah, but none of these, none of these assholes will say they're attracted to it. He goes, lift up a skirt and suck a dick, and then you'll be really be. Into, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, like it's it's pretty ballsy what that guy admits on stage on a nightly basis. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I but, fucking love how like uh, all these uh, like blogs now have to backtrack with Caitlyn Jenner because uh, she he just came out against gay marriage. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And like, That's pretty great. Oh, turns out. <laughs> Well, I've been you a know piece what? of even, shit the whole time. Even Burr can't even is having a hard time because of his thing about Caitlyn Jenner, where because, he was just basically oh, like, I don't get it, and I don't want to, and why is he a big deal? And everybody fucking shit all over him. Well, did you hear he did, on the podcast he kind of fucked with that? Because, I mean, yes, I'm bringing up uh, podcasts uh, who you, <laughs> that you should listen to instead of ours. But uh, they, they had a, uh, yeah, because it was right after that whole controversy, and the next day he goes, all right, we're going to talk about, like, the big thing with me this week, and he set it up, and they just talked about the Patriots. Oh like, yeah, good <laughs> I have this. Uh, I have this bit, for example, like I had because I, I haven't had like a something that I think is like uh, what do you what do you, what do you call it controversial or whatever in a long time. Yeah. I just do stories, and I'm you know, and I'm great at them. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at Jules Mac on Twitter. So um, <laughs> no, but I have the, I was like I don't even know if I'll ever like stick with this because I can't yeah. really clean it up too much. But the, the but the idea is basically that. Um, you know how like uh, lesbians are boring and humorless, right? So, uh, <laughs> so that's a stereotype that they get really mad about. But I can prove it because uh, gay. How many times have you heard a girl think she was in a relationship with a guy and then found out he was gay? Like it happens all the time, where they're like, "Oh, I always do that. I always I can't tell if he's gay and then he's gay." Yeah. Uh, that you've never once in your life heard a dude say, "I went, I hung out with this girl four times and then she was a lesbian." That's never happened. I will say this because they're not fun enough to hit date four. Uh, well, and I will say this: that has happened with me. <laughs> so I don't know if I can structurally agree with it, but uh, I think it's funny. Well, you're not like uh, human, so it's like. <laughs> But anyway, the point is, you, um, uh, you never hang out. I'm going to return to hang out with the Indian in the cupboard right you now. You never hang out with a lesbian and go, I think this is going somewhere. There's never, you know what I mean? Well, so that's like I the mean, premise. I have and it's not I've... funny, obviously. It's not right. funny. But like, at least, it was the first time I've had a thought like that in like, it's like oh, three I, years. I could like, I could right, I go this. piss some people off, you know what right, I mean? Exactly. But it's like, you know. Well, my Holocaust didn't happen stuff is still... <laughs> is that real? Uh, no, I oh. didn't. I, I do have. I got really about, excited that you. Had I do have something about it's. I do have something about Jews now, but it's not really dangerous. So just, no, I mean that's the uh, thing. You know, it's, it's just like about how is yeah. It's just like how why is it that Israelis are the most confident people I've ever met, but every Jew in New York and LA is the most broken fucking like what happens to that plane ride over? Oh yeah, it yeah. just destroys yeah. you. You know, I did. I dated a um a model. You guys brought it up, and uh, <laughs> I she was Israeli. She was like Miss Israel. There was one. Was there? And there was she one was. In, she was insufferable. When I was doing open mics, I walked past. You were like walking out of the cellar or something, and you were walking with this girl. It was like some punk chick or something. She was the hottest fucking girl. It was probably Adriana. Really? Mm -hmm. It was. She kind of dressed like a suicide girl a little bit. Yeah, that was Adriana. Oh my god, dude! Unbelievable. Yeah, and that was like she almost that killed me. O'Connor said that she looked like David Cross. Yeah, he was just being an asshole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was well, she would wear his glasses. She had those glasses. She had those like. Uh, Big black sometimes so those big well, black. Uh, O'Connor's such an Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> a, he said if he an, said if today, a deflated balloon was Irish. So he broke his leg playing baseball. Um, but it's like um he's like been walking on it the whole time because it's like yeah, yeah. it's like a stress line fracture, or whatever. And yeah. it, he got an MRI. Basically, the doctor said the reason we can't treat it is because it's not a weight bearing bone. Because you're evil. No, he said it's not a weight bearing bone. And I said, that doesn't exist in your body. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thanks, Julian. <laughs> see, the thing, he'll do the thing too because he's so vicious. Where he'll like, you can see him just pause for a second. You know? Oh yeah, it's almost like a rattlesnake. Where it's like, okay, am I going in this mode? Yeah, oh, he's okay, like, okay, cool. No, he's like, am I hurt enough to come back with what I want to say? 
and it's uh, and it's his, usually the most hurtful thing you've ever. Oh yeah, his heart is black, and that's why it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny when he's like on Twitter, like, uh, oh, this this guy's so great, I love this guy. It's like he, yeah, exactly. You know. But he knows well, he just that. Did, he just did a Julian, a Julian, uh, uh, not a Julian. Um, what's his name? What's the fucking Jamie Kilstein tweet? Oh, did he? Um, this is yeah, the where first... he was like, and this is why I think Jamie Kilstein is horrible. And it's just a, a, a video of Jamie Kilstein playing. Oh, oh sad white boy blues. Have you seen that? Oh, it's rough. My oh yeah, God. it's great. I uh, I texted probably a mutual friend of ours. And I'm like, uh, hey, what did you? Th- I can't, I can't say. You, know, you should have Jamie on this podcast to talk about that song. Oh my god! But I texted him like, have you seen this? He goes, I'm in Australia and I've seen it three times. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, I yeah, do. I mean that was that was a rough video. Mm-hmm. That was a, that was that was that was that was tough. I mean, I, that was I, like something you write in college. To that be was deep. finally the point where I went, oh, he's just a little boy lost, and I don't know what to. Right? You know, yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> You know, I remember when I first started. He I mean, maybe it's just because I was so bad, but he had good jokes. I thought like some of his jokes were funny. He had, yeah, he was probably. Before he I, did, we did the our first open mic. Before we did political stuff, together. Yeah. Was he good then? He, yeah. I mean, he was honest and personal. Right. He would talk about having his friends over and his uh, mom. They they'd be like making mom jokes because that's what the age was you right, know, back right. then where he'd make mom jokes and then they would uh see his mom passed out on the floor in his house and stop making mom jokes about his mom because they <laughs> felt too bad it's, it's funny. funny it is funny because yeah, he i remember that he was funny when he started and then yeah i don't know what happened uh, um he got too good is that what happened <laughs> oh he he, be, he became the singularity yeah <laughs> uh. he be's like scarlett johansson in that movie <laughs> where, I love that movie where she like used her whole brain and then turned into a black blob. They're like, when she was dumb, she was hot, and then she's a monster as soon as she got smart. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, what were we talking about before that? We're talking about Hot Girl O'Connor being a black heart. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, he he actually, you know what I was saying about this? When O'Connor's nice to somebody, and again, Sean O'Connor, nobody knows who this is. <laughs> so we're talking about him for like ten minutes. He writes yeah. for James Corden. He got he's been on uh, some stand. Yeah, he's really funny. And Very he's, funny. He's great Incredibly joke funny. Writer. Great yeah. joke writer. But he, uh, it's like when he compliments you, it's almost like that fucking, you know, the bad guy in Green Mile? Yeah. Where, like, when that one part of the movie where he's trying to be nice, and it's just, like, like the weirdest, <laughs> you're just uncomfortable. <laughs> like, oh, hi there. You yeah. know, you're oh, like, you mean uh, the guy who married Courtney Stodden? Uh, yeah. Remember that? That guy. That guy <laughs> that's Sean's spirit oh, animal. Oh, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, that is the guy. That, how, I don't know. Love that. Sean, though. Friend don't of, Google. Friend of the show. Yeah. Sean O'Connor. Friend of the show. Friend of all of ours. Friend of the show. I mean, look, if somebody it's said great. that that it they were terrified of what I would say to them if I was angry, I would take that as a compliment. Um, well, that just says a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> that says a I'm lot. Of, that's not a good thing, Julian. That, I'm too afraid to turn that shit on. So when he does it, I fucking love it. I'm yeah. I just get really hurt usually. And then I say <laughs> something. I you know think what's is so funny mean. is everybody knows that about you, Dan. That you're <laughs> oh, yeah? sensitive. Did you think? Yeah, you're like a like a real sensitive guy. Um, yeah, but also not not nice, for like other people. Not nice but like enough for to warrant it. You know what I mean? Too. It's like the nice combo. It's like when my mom gets really hurt, she just tries to come back. Even you fucking bastard. Oh uh, yeah, she like, runs up and loses all her vocabulary. Yeah, 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 just real, real fucking. I mean, I, ha- I I can be mean casually, but as soon as I get genuinely hurt, I don't know. You yeah, know, it's like, you got nowhere to go. fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you know, like, where you can't you're say like, it. You're, like, wiping <laughs> your tears with the, like, back of your hand. Like yeah. That, like that. <laughs> like I a little like, kid. I, I used to do that when I was, like, in, in middle school. Like, you don't want to see me angry. And then, oh, you mean, like, when you cry, really, just, and you Yeah, when you get silent because you, you can't move yeah. your, you don't know how your body works when you're upset. <laughs> oh, God, that's yeah, that's rough. I I don't think I have it because like, I do. I did roast battle on t- last Tuesday. Yeah, uh, with Mike Lawrence. Yeah, right? not to brag. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, but I I was so nervous on stage. I looked like I just started comedy. Like Bob Saget. Said well, that me, room is crazy. It's cra- he said to me, he goes, "Man, you got some really great jokes. You just how long have you been doing it? Oh I no, no idea. Because I was shaking. I ripped my papers apart. You should have said two years. Hey, two Mr. years, Mister Saget. I was so. I mean, I was so. I was like, I just done comedy. Wow. And Mike just thrives on the. Mike is like. Yeah, just Mike is vicious, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's not as vicious as Sean, but he's pretty fucking vicious. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he like, yeah, it was it was really fucking rough. Well, Sean would never do one because he can't take it at that level. You know what and I mean? And Mike can take it. Yeah, yeah Mike, Mike can take it. Mike, I want to do one really bad, but Jeff won't let me roast. I don't know why. 
Really? Yeah. Well, I've asked. Maybe he just. Are you gonna let you judge it? Yeah, I judged it. But why I, won't he let you do it? I don't, I don't know. It could be just a scheduling thing. But I've asked. Like, I really want to get in there and of do that. Of course, you can do it. I would love to do it. I mean, I did. It, I was like, I think you have to have an idea of who you want to roast, though, right? Well, it was Mike. They gave me a third round, even though I lost both rounds, because they're like, "Well, the jokes are good. You're just fucking. You're, you're shaking. Just, you're shaking. I literally was shaking. <laughs> you know, like." It was insane. Uh, so I don't know why I got so scared. Yeah, because even when I uh, bomb, which only happens once a year, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I still bomb more confidently than even the jokes that I did well with. Right. There. It was like it was. What was the what was the sweat level on this one? Were you... Oh, I mean, it's always bad. <laughs> you put a light in front of me. I mean, you gotta you gotta set the room temperature to like forty for me to not just have sheets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean, are you was... a sweater? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, not as bad as me. Not as bad as uh, Danny Boy, but yeah. Sometimes I'll surprise myself. Who's the worst? Sweat. Who's the worst sweater in comedy? I mean, it depends on how. Like well, maybe. Well, you mean through their hands? It's probably Mike Lawrence. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he gets that sweats. clammy. You know, I just. What about Nick Turner? He's, he looks like he, he can really sweats, lay one yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. But yeah, he gets. See, that guy gets sweaty. Yeah. But I mean, like I did. You know, um, we had a new show on Tuesday, which was packed, and it's already been canceled. What? So yeah, I, I don't. I don't oh, the Joe DeRosa thing? Yeah, we were really. Wait, it got canceled because of you guys or because of the venue? No, just the venue got weird. It was packed. I, I have no idea what happened. Oh, what happened? I have no idea. We still don't really know. We were like, oh, it was messier than we thought because we gave free beer, but I cleaned up all the beer. All right, anyway, uh-huh. I don't want to go into it. They were they were nice enough for me to not shit talk. Yeah. Um, but uh, I uh, I I got on stage and after I got off stage, and I was sweating so much that Andy Haynes was like. You do stand up like Mickey Rourke in the last scene of The Wrestler. <laughs> it's like we all thought you were like, like doing it to not die. Yeah, you, know? you give it way too much. Yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're like that was too much. Save some of yourself. And yeah, I did well easy. enough. You know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't like I, I did it, and then they're like Eddie Murphy Raw. Yeah, they're like that was really good, but we don't think uh, you just like it. it well, you got to stop that bit that. where you where you uh, staple gun staples into your <laughs> nipples. That's a uh, that's too much. Yeah, that bit where I set myself on fire. It was really rough, but yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I, you know, whatever. It's all embarrassing. <laughs> like, all this is just going on stage and being like, laugh at me. It's embarrassing. Right. The proposition is embarrassing enough. You Sean, get, like, Sean, yeah, what's New York? What's New York like right now? Off the stage, do you? No, that's only with the roast battle. I get that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, Sean, yeah. Dude, what is roast battle is just. Well, I was terrified judging. I was like, I didn't know this was like this. It's, so it's a like great a show where there. literally three fourths of it is unwatchable. Oh, it's well, the only other show no, like that that's where it's a so great weird. show, and then you watch the first two battles, and you're like, these guys don't even know how to do comedy. Yeah, no. You know? What's so weird is I lucked out, and and everybody was great. <clears throat> really? Yeah, and they kept saying it because I guess they knew that it was weird. Oh, so the judges were like, "This is the sometimes. best undercard we've ever had." And I didn't yeah. think much of it, yeah. but that's what I've heard is that it's like open micers basically. Yeah, for the most the part, because those are the people that are trying to like fucking like. Why would I? The only reason I did is Lawrence like begged me to do it. Yeah, you know, like. I'm gonna ask Jeff again. I want to get in there. Yeah, you should. Who you and O'Connor should do it. No way, no way. <laughs> it wouldn't even be fun for the crowd because it would get just too mean. Yeah, it would get too. It real. would just get personal. Well, it would get so real that like they wouldn't even know the references. They'd be like about street corners and shit. Where it'd be like, remember that time on Graham and Montrose where you shit your pants, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. It would be really. It would like be uncomfortably happened, mean. Like the sky would open up like an end of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't even think he would agree to it. He maybe wouldn't. Do Annie, it with maybe me. Annie. Maybe I don't know, but even that might then, be a good idea to get some promo for the show. Yeah, um, but yeah. I mean, Gerard Carmichael did Kill Tony, so fucking why not? Yeah, what's Kill Tony? Kill Tony? The Tony Hinchcliffe podcast at the store. Oh, on like Tuesdays at eight. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Gerard did a roast. No, I don't. That guy could never do it. No, he could never do it. But maybe he's really good at it. I doubt it, but he's I don't just know. Too nice. I suspect. That he would be too good at it. <laughs> it would just be <laughs> all the shit that he's been holding in. Yeah, I mean, you can't be that happy all the time in this business. Oh, there's oh, no of way. Course. There's no way. Oh yeah, there's just gonna be like, just wait for his Cosby moment. He's like, I mean, you know, even <laughs> even any obstacles he's hit, we just don't, we haven't seen them. But he's had to have been knocked down here and there. You know what I mean? It's like American Psycho. He just walks around and says, I love you guys in the store. And then he just shoves a knife into a homeless guy. Yeah. <laughs> just keeps it in there. Yeah. Uh, and then as he's doing it, he's going, you're great. Yeah, you're so yeah, yeah. funny. Yeah. You're so funny. And the guy's coughing up blood. Uh, all right, that's the end of our show. 
that, that sounded dangerously close to a point of view, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> fuck you. Your Tonight Show set wasn't that good. Uh, you can see this guy on um, whatever the fuck the it's name called, of that show It's called was. We Have Issues. We Have Issues. And it's on Friday. Which, let me tell you, that'll really be saying the stuff. And <laughs> that'll what? <laughs> I was just giving you shit. The E show. Oh you know, yeah, E says nothing. You know? Oh no, yeah, that's what well, we're actually gonna get canceled immediately for because we're gonna we're actually going. I hear, for it's it. fu- I hear it's really funny. Yeah, we're going for it from so we'll uh, Warrens. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, and what else? What else should we say? Oh, we got a website. Uh, oh yeah, no, I don't care about anything else. Um, but yeah, watch this show because I heard it's really funny and uh, Annie Annie's on it too. Yeah, friend of the show. Aaron, do you have anything? No. Did my phone ever get charged? All right. It's the best thing that's happened. This place is incredible. <laughs> um, and uh, Sean, this is in two uh, weeks. At Shawnee Time on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, SeanDonnellyComedy.com. And I'll be in, uh, I don't know, I'll be in Sunnyvale and um, Rochester and Albany next month. Okay. And Tom? Nice. Yeah. Uh, at Tom Dog on Twitter. And that's about it. I got nothing. All right. Uh, <laughs> you, you, got, you guys take care. Bye. All right, bye. Thanks for doing this. Hey, yeah, sure. Thanks for listening to the My Dumb Friends podcast. Here's where you can see our hosts performing live this week. Well, this week, Sean Donnelly is going to be at Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale, California. From Thursday, September 24th through the 27th. So all you Bay Area people, go see Sean Donnelly at Rooster Tea Feathers. Get out there. See him. Do it. Dancing Tremaine is performing in and around Los Angeles this week. So please, for specific show dates and times, go to danstgermain.net and check out his schedule. Now, yours truly, Thomas Attila Lewis. I'm doing a show at Proctor's Theater in Schenectady this Saturday, the 26th. It's 8 o'clock, Proctor's Theater, Schenectady, performing with Nick Vaderot, who's been on our show here. Nick Vaderot, the great Nick Vaderot. So you can go to proctorstheater.org to get more information about that. Please come out and support our hosts at their live events. For other cool comedy podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com. Yes, we're a part of the All Things Comedy Network. We're one of many great comedy podcasts. That's allthingscomedy.com. So lift me up. Lift me up. Our opening and closing song is called Mary the Boxer by Phil Pickens. You can find out more about Phil at philpickens.com.